So you think you got a lot to say? Well, I think you better clear the space. When it comes to movies, I got the better taste. No one knows what you're talking about anyway. Welcome back to Anyway with Sam and Tyler. Hey, Tyler, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. It's been it's a been a Gotham minute. It's been a it's been a blip. <laughs> it's a long time. <laughs> well, we decided to come out swinging with um the first episode of is this the new season? It's a new year, same podcast. N- new year, new us. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna be talking about a doozy of a film called The Batman. It is the longest movie I've seen in theaters, to my knowledge, and it is one of the best movies I've seen in theaters, I will have to say. But, uh, what are your thoughts, Tyler? Oh, oh, sorry. I, I'm Samantha. I'm Betty Geek on Instagram and stuff. Tyler, who are you? Tell us. I'm, I'm Tyler from uh, here, the Grand Geek Gathering, and also um, <laughs> most of Stream Making Challenge. But um, wait, is Endgame, Endgame's longer than it? Endgame is 10 minutes longer than it, isn't it? Is it really? Yeah, because the end, end game is three hours long, where I think this is like two two oh, hours 58 and... minutes or something, fifty seven minutes. Um. Okay. What? What? Oh, two hours. Okay. So. Okay. So. End game. It, it is six minutes longer than. Wow. The Batman. I started also, off the season lying. Did you, did you Did you not see Lord of the Rings: Return of the King? No. What's Lord of the Rings? You haven't. Anyways, Return <laughs> Return of the King. I've seen the first Lord of the Rings. Okay, Return of the King is three it and a half ended. hours long. I didn't see yeah. it in theaters, though. Yeah, I don't know if... I don't know what the theatrical edition is, actually. Anyways. Oh, my God, uh, Tyler. It's not about that. <laughs> I get it. I lied. Okay, I've seen it in 201 minutes, so it is still longer than the Batman <laughs> as well. Even just the theatrical cut. But yeah, you also didn't see it in theaters, so... I don't know why we're... Why are we discussing this, Sam? Just kidding. Um, it's all your fault. Okay. So we're going to be discussing the Batman today. Matt Reeves, the Batman, a yes. beautiful film. Uh, okay, so we're going to start off by let's let's rate it. Okay, to kind of give our, our listeners a feel of our point of view, I suppose. So, okay. out of ten batterings, how many would you rate it? Um, ten, actually. Ten? I, 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 there's nothing in this film that I disliked. In all honesty, like I know a lot of people are saying a lot of things about it. I I think you and I had this discussion. There's always been, like, I, I've said this before, too, um, but like there's always been two types of Batman movies I've always wanted. I wanted one that was like this, dark detective story, like, real, really, 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 really gothic and noir-esque, and then I really want one that's, like, really, really campy, that's kind of like Batman Brave and the Bold, but in live action, and and I'm like, yay, we got, we got, we got one of them. Maybe we can get another one, but... um. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of feelings on Batman movies, and I'm a huge Batman fan. Like, really, I love Batman. I mean, that's what I grew up on and um, obsess over. I have, I have all the psychology of Batman books that are available. I have like how to beat the bat, like that little small thing. Like, my Batman collection is un- is, is 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 really big, I, and not a lot of stuff behind me though. I, I do have a lot of stuff though. Like, I mean. <laughs> I still have my serial. I forgot which serial it was, but the one with the joke. This is the Joker uh, from like the Dark Knight Joker. Oh my uh, gosh! Serial box um, prize, and I have the Batman one somewhere. But Tyler, you're a geek. I know, but anyways, uh, uh, but uh, anyways, um, I love the movie. Uh, I, I literally thought it was perfect, but I, I think there's a lot of reasons I'm a lot more biased on this one too. So. We'll get into that in a little bit. So I'll let you talk now since I talk way too much. <laughs> it's okay. Well, um, you know, since you asked, I will rate it nine <laughs> batterings out of ten uh, because there is something it it's not quite perfect to me. And I don't mean to be that person because I know I'm more of a Marvel fan when it comes to, like, cinema. Um, however, I am a general comic book fan, so I really want DC movies to be good. I go into them hoping they're going to be good. Um, mm. I'm just usually disappointed. For reference, my favorite DC movie is probably... I mean, we'll say recent DC movie okay. is Shazam. I mean, yeah. I, I usually go into movies looking for a bit of humor, some heart, action, 
a good like heroic story, like a hero's, you know, origin story or whatever. Um, or like I usually work for like the underdog kind of thing. And I don't know. I I've always loved Shazam when it comes to the film because <laughs> like who read the comics before? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Um yeah, I'm also a Zachary Levi fan, so that does help. Um Zachary Levi. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, one of my favorite Christmas movies now that Spider-Man's out. Uh, anyway, so, um, but there are two sides of it. Like you were saying with Batman, I've been talking a lot about Batman recently because I've had like a love-hate relationship with him because people take it too seriously sometimes. And mm. like, especially with like the Harley Quinn Joker thing that just doesn't sit right with me. And so <laughs> for them to continue to make these movies... They have to realize, like, they do have a responsibility, but also so does society. And hopefully, like, they can tell good stories to, I don't know, like, okay. I don't know. Sometimes it gets too real. So, like, the Joker came out. It was well done, but to me, that was too dark. So sometimes Batman or Batman stories can be like that, where it's, like, too real and too dark. And it perpetuates some stuff that I don't like. <laughs> it's just, it's like, they're movies, people. Like, calm down, they're movies, you know. But See, I just, <sighs> it gets too real. Um, with Batman... I do like the campiness, right? So, like, I love the Tim Burton Batman movies. Michael Keaton is the jam, you know? And and I love the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> Will Arnett's my other favorite Batman. But this movie, having, like, a film noir and detective, I love a mystery. It was just... It's really good. And I thought it was realistic enough, but not, like... I don't think it got too dark to where I left feeling, like, ugh. Which is kind yeah. of ironic because it was a... It was set in more of a realistic... um like storytelling. I don't know, but I loved it. <laughs> no, it's, it's cool. Man, he said a lot of things that we don't need to unpack in, in a future episode because we're going to just be talking about the Batman, yeah. not my thoughts on old Batman movies. Uh, but um, yeah, well, Batman just this... comes like in different flavors and they're really kind of sometimes not comparable yeah. to one another, you know? Well, like, I, I mean, I, wanna... I can argue like Batman and Robin and like Tim Burton's Batman. I can, I can compare them. And like one of them is really great, and one of them is terrible, and I'll never see it again. <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry, and I wholeheartedly like. I think this is. I I will say this. I think that besides, uh, okay, I'll just say out of all the live action ones, I will say this. I think that the Batman, Batman and Robin, and Batman sixty six are probably my three favorite live action Batman movies. I over the years, I have come to really love Batman, uh, Batman and Robin. Um, because of the flaws and all the stories that finally have come out about the, the making of it, I'm like, you know what? It really is just a toy commercial. And it's a lot more... Honestly, I have way more fun watching that movie than most other Batman or even comic book movies. Like, when you actually sit down and watch, uh, you know, Batman and Robin, you have a fun time. Nobody hates it. Like, I I've seen it with friends a lot of times where we will watch that, The Room, all these other bad movies... And it's fun. You always have fun with your friends watching these 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 movies, and because of the experience and everything else, and also it is so it is so close to the Batman sixty six movie and like the silliness of what I want and kind of white sparked what I really want to see in a Batman movie uh, in the future. It's closest to also what I want to see as well. So I really do appreciate and love the Batman or uh, Batman and Robin. I really do uh, nowadays and like. I, and I actually do think it's a better film, everything, than Batman Forever. I think Batman Forever is only good because of Jim Carrey. And that's a whole other podcast. We'll talk about that later. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm glad somebody likes it, though, Tyler. That, you know, I haven't you know seen what? it since you I was a kid. You would be like, shocked years. about how many people have come around to Batman and Robin. So many people have. It's the newest thing. It's so hip. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry. So something I really that really stands out to me when I think back to this movie is... Um, it's something that doesn't normally immediately grab my attention because normally it's like story, costumes, um, film, um, photography direction. But this in this movie, what really stood out to me was the, um, the score and the use of audio or sounds. You know, like if you um, I don't know if you caught this, Tyler, but it rained all the time and got them right. I mean, typical. Yeah. But it rained a lot, and then that was very apparent. Like, you would notice the rain, like, the sound of the rain coming down. But it wasn't mm -hmm. distracting. It was, like, it was almost, like, it was almost calming. But, like, it really did remind me of some of the old uh, Bill Noir, like, detective yeah. movies. I, I love that. And, like, the 
everything's set in a minor key and like oh it was beautiful I I love the rain because it made it seem it made like Gotham seem busy and also um, chaotic, like a lot more. Yeah, I love it. I I love the atmosphere of this film. Michael Giacchino composed it and he's one of my favorite composers. He's um, done a lot of Pixar stuff. He's done Spider-Man Far From Home, which Mm -hmm. I really love the theme. Um, I think he did Homecoming. I think he's done all the Spider-Man movies like for the MCU. Not sure, but um, he did Endgame. He's done he's so many done things. A lot of great yeah. stuff, right? Uh, Rogue One, Rogue One, yep. uh, amazing. I'm trying Which... to remember. All... Yeah. Oh yeah, Star Trek. That's what I was. I was like, I know he did something. Yeah. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, which uh, Greg Frazier was the director House? of photography. I love the Owl House. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg Sorry. Frazier is the director of photography for uh, the Batman and Rogue One. And when um, that was pointed out to me, because when there's certain parts where uh, it just, you know, that iconic hallway scene with Darth Vader coming down, there's certain things that reminded me of that when it came to Batman in this one. It's mm. like, it's the, the the calmness, but also like the threat and the uh, the suspense and the, the knowing that there's like power amongst you, you know, <laughs> if yeah. you're one of the guys in the hallway. I'm just looking at at, at his. Okay, I was like, anyway, I, mean, composed, I thought composed, it was beautiful. He composed uh, Fringe. I'm so sorry. I I was I was stuck on like all the music that was I'm just coming you, at he's me. Like, no, yeah, he's you know, I mean, favorites. he's always been one of my favorites. Like, absolutely sorry. Yeah. Okay, but anyways, okay, it's a hallway scene. No, I just yes. wanted to give him a shout out in this because I think like people need to appreciate him way more than they do. In my yeah. opinion, I don't know. People need to like. I'm sure they appreciate him, but people need to say his name and get his name out there. Just like John Williams is out there, you know, in my opinion. But, yeah. Or Danny I mean, Elfman yeah. is my favorite. Really? I think Howard Shore is my favorite, but that's just that's just me. Which I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm so I bad at, like, Italian names. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's Double, double C is a ch- sound, yeah? So. Sure. Why not? Hey, <laughs> Fettuccini. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> fettuccini Linguini. Um, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's not get offensive here. Um, anyway, so... Uh, the hallway scene where he with the guns and everything like that, the practical fight that which you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love, I love the practical. I love practical stuff. I thought it. I I will say this. I like that. I like that more than the Daredevil hallway scenes. Stop! Stop yeah. it! Stop it! It's different. <laughs> it's different. It is very different. It is a very different tone. We love Daredevil very different so everything. much. I try to rewatch Daredevil, and I. Oh. I, I literally did because like they were taking it off of Netflix and we didn't have a date of when it was coming back to Disney Plus. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll try to watch it. I watched the first uh, six episodes and I was like, God, this is so slow. There's so many unnecessary characters like Leland, so stupid. Like <laughs> those Netflix I loved shows, it, but I also like was sick in bed for like a long time, so I just like yeah. had nothing else to do. <laughs> those Netflix shows just have too much. They're just they're like th- they're always like three episodes too long. It pisses me off. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, why yeah. are you so long for n- uh, no reason? Anyways, I know this um, is a tangent, sort of, but it's kind of not because I'm glad you brought up Daredevil first of all, but just because I like it. But uh, but actually, when I was watching it, because this was the first time I watched it all the way through, like at the beginning of the year, hmm. and I'm like, dang, I should have gotten into this. The reason I stopped was because at the time I was like, oh, this is too dark for me to watch, and like since I've been through a lot in the past two years, I'm like, ah. Uh, I'm not scared of anything anymore, so I'm like whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm old and jaded now, so I, I can handle this. Oh I'm my like, God. oh, this, stuff, this is nice. No, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, so I mean, it is what it is. So, but it allowed me to enjoy a new show and get to know a new um, superhero, right? Um, mm. And I was just thinking, like, this is everything I want in a Batman movie, but it's Daredevil, you know? So. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I was like, wow, like this is all, everything I love about Batman is in Daredevil. <laughs> so then now we, we have the Batman and I felt kind of the same about it too. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I don't know. It drummed up like some of the same feelings. Uh, it was more noir-ish of course, but, um, but yeah. So we... let's talk about, um, let's talk about the detective work. Oh yes. Let's do How that. do you think the detective work was? Um, I know a lot of people are saying that the riddles were too simple. 
I am. Who cares? It's the first first time he's being the Riddler. I love this Batman because he's so analytical. I love the fact that he um, was looking out for stuff for himself. He was also learning. This, again, this is year two Batman. He yeah. at this point he just understands Gotham. He understands the crime. Now he's just now he's trying to shut it down. Like he's now learning how to really hone in on all of his skills. This is. That's the other thing. I know they always keep saying this is a more realistic Batman. I don't think this at all. I think this is actually a very fantastical Batman. Um, I, I think I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think this whole story is as real as the Dark Knight one because, like, right, exactly. Bes- besides, like that, like besides, like the like him calling the bats and Batman Begins and like all of Bat the Dark. Knight, I don't count the Dark Knight Rises at all. Like, I don't count that movie yeah. at, at all. That's just it's just it's just so bad and stupid and. Yeah, I agree. So it is. It is so. It is such a horrible way to end that trilogy. Like, yeah, it was. They went way too big. Like, they went way too big. And the fact that Nolan says anything bad about like blockbuster movies nowadays is like, I'm like, you made Dark Knight Rises, sir. You need to sit down. Um, <laughs> and, <Seriously. laughs> but um, with the first two Dark Knight, the first two movies of the Dark Knight trilogy, are I think are, are just very very grounded. Where this one, um. I mean, how how are a bunch of people in like you know like Riddler masks are able to go to like you know a, a sanctuary? Like, there's a there, there are not a lot of like fantastical things that are ha- that that happen, but there are a lot of things that I I'm like okay, like there's no way that this will happen. Um, like I think that there is, um, <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm trying to think about it because again, it's like three hours worth of stuff, and I didn't and I saw it two right. weeks ago. Um, yeah, but I know for I saw. Me, I was like, oh man, I'm trying to remember. But I, yeah. I, I have pretty good notes though. I mean. For like, me, it, know, fe- it's it felt like a, it felt like uh, it's like, like like there's a comic book right. series called The Spirit by Will Eisner, and it kind of felt like that, like with Catwoman, you know, like it, with the shots is like the panning shot, and then her like coming out of like the window and stuff like that. I felt like the atmosphere and everything like that. It it felt it it. I don't know what that would be called, like the spirit. Um, what kind of like genre or how I'm trying to describe it as, but. It's just, it doesn't seem, it doesn't scream realistic to me in this movie. Um, but there's it's a lot of realistic like, stuff. It's like enough in tune with reality. But yeah. also, I mean, that's what I was kind of getting at um, in the beginning of this where I didn't feel like, oh, like, I feel like this is going to like, <laughs> uh, uh, like cause, uh, I don't know, the wrong people to take too much from this movie, you know. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, um. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was grounded in reality enough to where we like buy into it. We don't have to suspend our disbelief too much. Yeah. Um, you know, as I'm thinking about it right now, though, Tyler, I'm wondering if this movie, like same movie, just not Batman, if it was just like a general detective mystery movie, would it hit the same? You know what I mean? Yes, because honestly, it had the exactly. same beat. It had the same beats as seven. It had the same beats as um, a little bit of Zodiac. I mean, a lot faster yeah. pace. I mean, it was just as long as Zodiac, but I feel like it, right. Zodiac Zodiac is, is, is a chore to sit through. Uh, great film, but Jesus Christ. Um, uh, but like, let's go with the seven thing. So the seven thing, there's a lot of there's a lot of ramp up and stuff like that. This movie obviously has a lot more action into it, which kind of helps its cause. Um, also, we we knew these characters going in. Like, we all knew Batman. We all knew Catwoman. Right. We all know Penguin. So like. We also had like that to kind of keep going, um, you know, uh, to get, yeah, you know, to per- preserve, to persevere. But also, Seven's no longer is no way near as long as this. I think it's only two hours long. But um, you had the reveal at the end, like we're just like you just, you know, so like we got him, and then he's just there, and then like that whole scene of like you know inside of the um, the uh, the you know the the, the glass pane room. Uh, what's yeah. that called? The that's not an intimidation room. What is it called? I think he would go to a prison first because, first off, uh, corrupt cops. They probably want him there because he killed a bunch of mobsters and stuff like True. that. And the mob and the mob control Gotham. Um, you know. Uh, also, you know, they don't know what else is happening, so they need to make sure that he is in a place that he is by himself. So he's probably in solitary confinement at, at or by himself in the prison, like what they were doing with the Joker, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Dark Knight. Like, I think because the investigation was just so fresh and so, like, you know, basically they just, they finally found his place. They, putting him in an insane asylum, again, near other patients or potentially near other patients and other people that don't have guns and stuff like that, you know, like the crew who work Mm -hmm. at the insane asylum probably wasn't the best fit. 
Um, so I would assume he was just went to a prison first, and then at the end, of course, from what we saw in the movie, he was definitely in Arkham. Uh, next okay, to... yeah, because I was like, like the person that we see at the end, like he has to be in Arkham, right? I don't know. Yeah, he yeah, is that in makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah. also by this time, they've dis- they've quote unquote. Dare I say this, but like according to the story, disbanded the or like have found out the corrupt cops. So now the other cops are coming in, like being like the other Gotham police people are like, nah, like I think because they were going to make a show that was called GCPD, but apparently they're not making it anymore. Now they're making. And now they're making a Gotham show. I don't know. There's all these rumors that are going around. And in all honesty, even though I'm so excited for this franchise, um, I haven't done a lot of of research into it. I, lately, I've just find my, I found myself not really researching this stuff and just kind of like, I just want things to happen. And whatever happens, I'll just right. look at. Like, especially with this movie, I watched the first trailer and that was it. Uh, the first teaser. And I was like, I'm not watching anything else. I avoided all trailers. And I'm very happy because apparently I heard one of them had a bunch of spoilers in it um but yeah this was this was my most anticipated film since they announced that matt reeves is directing it and mm-hmm. i so like i really wanted to go into this blind and holy hell am i happy i did so um i i think i i think it's another reason why i enjoyed it so much because i went in blind i went in not knowing what to expect and i am mm-hmm. Going to watch this movie so many times on April sixteenth <laughs> on HBO oh, Max. Oh, that's when it comes on HBO Max. Oh, I believe so. Let me Yay. see. Let me double check. But anyways, you talk. I've been talking way too long. No, no, it's all good. I I feel like this is good. You know, we're starting the season off fresh. It's cool. Um, so when the movie first begins, we get like that Halloween, like Michael Myers, like, like in the mask, like breathing and point of view, like, ugh, like it. It, it was really an unsettling way to start off the movie and we find out later that it's a riddler but he's watching um through a window creepy yeah. <laughs> and and even creepier it's a little kid um <laughs> he's like dressed as like a ninja like fighting his dad but i thought so like immediately i'm sure i'm not alone in this we think ah bruce wayne ah his parents are gonna die ah we really have to see this again I'm so glad we didn't have to see this again. <laughs> um, it was probably the best part of the movie. We didn't have to see the pearls flying. Um, you know, because I like the it. pearls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but then we find out later that it's the mayor's son, right? And then just like the reveal of the Riddler, um, it's kind of like a, a jump scare for me when like the lightning strikes or, or I forget if it's like lightning or like the mayor moves and in the shadows, uh, you see the Riddler revealed, and it's just mm. it's so creepy. God, I love Paul Dano so much. I know you feel the same. I'm just so yeah. happy that other people are getting it now. I just, I, I the Riddler is one of he's, my favorite Batman villains too. Um, because I don't know why he doesn't work as much as he should. Uh, maybe he, I, I actually, I, maybe I he doesn't a, want to. Yeah, exactly. I think he, I think he's just very picky on his product projects. Yeah. Like, I think it's like this Swiss Army Man, and like, like the only movies I've seen of him lately was Ruby Sparks, Swiss Army Man, and this. Like, yeah. I'm gonna look into his. Yeah, I'm gonna see what's happening. But with him. he, um, he did such a great job. Like, he had like just enough like scariness to him and just enough madness, and then just like a little humor to it as yeah. well, which was just so perfect. I think a lot of people, um, get oh, like, he's the worked Joker. a lot actually. Wow, the Joker. Oh, oops, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Paul Dano. Um, yeah, that sorry, one man. time I saw you at IKEA. <laughs> love you. <laughs> he's in Looper. I forgot about Looper. I love Looper. Sorry. Oh, Looper. Dang. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, like I say people, I mean, a lot of times in media or like movies or whatever, like the Joker and the Riddler are kind of one in the same, or they kind of borrow from each other a lot. Wait, in the comics or what are you talking about? I'm I'm just talking about movies and like movies and cartoons and stuff like that. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've never gotten, except for Jim Carrey's Riddler and Frank, Frank Gershon, Frank, what's his name? Uh, from 66. But like the Riddler and the Joker are very, very different, and in fact, uh, they exactly. really and they really hate each other in the comics. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so like, go, yeah, what you're saying, like, yeah, I, I never. Right, I like, apologize. The, like his no, I, it's okay. I just think that he's more methodical instead of like chaotic. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm just glad that we got to see that side of him. I I love Riddler, um, and I thought this was like one of the best renditions of the Riddler, but. As I was mentioning earlier, it's hard to compare because Jim Carrey did such a great job. I mean, you know, but it's just such a different tone. Anyway, um, Jim Carrey just should have been the Joker. I don't know why they even had the Riddler. They should have just had the Joker come back. Like, 
Um, I love Jim Carrey, and like Batman Forever is a movie that exists uh, with a fantastic end song, uh, "Kiss from a Rose." Um, but um, yeah, I, I love this. I love this Riddler. I don't know if he. I, I just love Paul Dano. He did amazing, and yeah. I love the Riddler in this movie. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. I think my favorite Riddler uh, is still from the uh, Batman animated series. I just, I love mm. like the suits. I love. Um, I, I just love his stories and just how he likes to mess with Batman's mind. Um, it's not really about anything else. It's about like he he does have one goal and he only does like one thing at a time. And I feel like that that's Riddler to me. Like in the Arkham games, you know, he, it's just him messing with Batman. He's not there for anything else. He's just lo- leaving around clues and he's just trying to test Batman the entire time. And that's it. He, he doesn't care about yeah. anything else that's happening. Like ca- massive chaos is happening at Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, you know, and Gotham. And he doesn't care about anything else except for putting out trophies and seeing how smart Batman is. Like, he doesn't care about anything else. And, like, and I lo- I, that's what I love about the Riddler. But I like him in this movie because finally we get a detective story. It, it We get to see the Batman I've always wanted. A Batman I've always wanted to see. Um, I love the fact that we he doesn't talk at all. It's so good. Uh, but, like... Mm-hmm. I love how scary they made the Riddler um, because that's something that we don't get to see ever um, except for a certain few times in the comic books. And I feel like there's a really other, there's a terrible Batman animated series called the Batman uh, as well. It's just called the Batman. I'm not a big fan of it. It's the one with like the Rastafarian Joker where he has like the big hair and stuff like that. And um, I think Keith Michael Richardson plays him and he's amazing like the voice of the joker is fantastic like he did an amazing job his design joker's design is just very off Mm -hmm. and weird like it's just it's not because like i want him to look like all the other jokers it's more of just like it to me it just doesn't match up i feel like that there was just i feel like maybe they did that design for a different character that would have been cool but like it was just weird seeing like just the Joker look like that. It just it was just and it just doesn't work. Sorry, there's a whole debate online, so that's why I'm being really careful about what I'm saying about that Joker iteration of the Batman. Anyway, um, but there's a Riddler in it who's like really kind. He's kind of like a um, like not punk rock. What's it called? Like techno esque. But he's kind of scary. Like he, he like all of his clothes are kind of like are like you know falling apart, and he's just kind of crazy and. I think they did him really well in it too. Like he, he he's there to hurt Batman. Like he, 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 and that's it. His goal is to only hurt Batman, and uh, you know, and to uncowl him. And I, mm. I really like him in that in that series. And this, but I think that's like the scariest I've ever seen the Riddler until now. And now I'm happy to at least see this too. Right. I like how. I mean, I honestly liked how he tied into his childhood, and it just put meaning behind the stuff he was doing. Instead of just being like, oh, I just want to do it because I, I don't know. I felt like they were they were more intertwined and his actions really mattered. And it made sense why he was going after Bruce Wayne and then yeah. Batman, which I, I don't know. Oh, God, the scene at the end. Oh, I'm like I'm like reliving the feelings again. Um, So good because he's like, uh, you know, Paul Dano did such a good job with the with the role and he seems like friendly. But then, un- like, unhinged at the same time. Yeah. And it's just, like, keeping you on the edge of your seat. And then as he's, like, Bruce Wayne. And you're like, oh, God, he knows. Oh, God, he knows. And then he doesn't know. But does he know? Right? So I don't think that he's showing all of his cards. Because I'm not sure that he doesn't know that he's not Batman. Because there's something that, like, traps the Batman and Bruce Wayne at the same time. And it's, like, at the orphanage, right? So I don't yeah. know so, something like I'm like he has to know like I, or like I wonder if he knows. Oh, it, I know. will say this: I don't think he knew until Batman looked at him when he said Bruce Wayne. Right. I oh, have, I, okay. I, I have a, I have a theory. I have a theory. I have a theory that he figures it out then, or he just doesn't know at all. I don't. Yeah, I think or it's he out of says then. it to try to see if he reacts uh, how he reacts. That's what I'm saying. Is I think that's exactly yeah, yeah. what he was doing. I think yeah. he was just oh, like, oh, so good, so good, but. But maybe not also because, I mean, like, if you look at his, his entire apartment, like, mm-hmm. it really does seem like he's just, like, he has, he has absolutely no concept. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I mean, God, if he doesn't show up in the third movie, I'm going to be so pissed off because I don't think he'll right. be in the next one. Um, right. I think him I think him and 
I guess we're already in spoiler territory. I think him and Joker will show up in the third one because Matt Reeves has already said Joker's not in this next movie. Like, or at least he's like, don't, don't expect a Joker. <laughs> like, right, um, right. Okay. Quick editor note. We recorded this before that deleted scene came out. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and watch it. And we will definitely be talking about that in a future episode. There's also a deleted scene apparently where uh, Batman sees the Joker. You know, um, who the, you know who the actor is, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I forget how awesome. to say Barry. I forget how to say his last name, but the mind reader in Eternals. But I love that actor. I, I've seen him in a lot of other movies. I just forget what they are. <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> he look does at a great it. job. Yeah, I think no, he's he is be an great. amazing actor mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I I love in this movie that they're not perfect detectives right away. You know, they're it's early on. It's not, I feel like things aren't laid out in a convenient way, but that we still see Batman or yeah, well, yeah, we can say Batman. We still see Batman um, picking up things that are being clearly missed by the people that have these jobs. Like, uh, like one of my favorite scenes or one of my favorite moments uh, was like when he first gets on the crime scene and he's moving through and just like a dynamic between like him and the and the detectives and like the one detective's like hey what's with this guy and he's like oh my god, like, oh my god. <laughs> they all or, hate him and i like, love it yeah 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 <laughs> it's so great because i feel like that would really happen um and then like you know batman he's just like quiet and stoic which i loved um and he's just like he like looks at something and the photographer sees him looking at it and goes mm, okay and like takes yeah. a photo <laughs> like like I love how he's scary. Just... Yeah, he's scary to them too. Like he's not just yeah. scary for those out in Gotham. He's like he, he, everybody's scared of him. It's intimidating. Yeah. yeah. Which brings me to this. Uh, this is, I guess, for the... <laughs> this is for the girls and the gays, Tyler. <laughs> Sorry, um, but but I want to talk about something. I've been talking about this a lot recently uh, because everyone has their opinion about shirt, Robert Pattinson. Shirt, shirtless Robert Pattinson. <laughs> that oh no, about? I mean. So I've That's never been a been whole into discussion him, right? on TikTok and Reddit. What? As a, oh, as a straight female, I've never been into him, right? I've never been like, oh, like, oh, Robert Pattinson. I'm just like, okay, the he's some gorgeous. guy. I'm, I'm straight and that man's gorgeous. Really? I like oh, him with the mustache. I like him with the mustache, right? Because I was watching Lighthouse last night um, that I turned off because I was like, this is getting weird. I'm going to turn this off. I couldn't sleep and then I really couldn't sleep. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I don't think that there is one person in this world that looks better with a mustache. I think you have to have the whole get up or a goatee at least. He has like scruff around it, but like anyway, whatever. I know, I know. I've seen the lighthouse. It's a great movie, but oh. also <laughs> terrifying. Like, like if I'm watching that movie, I'm not looking at him. And be like, oh, he's dreamy. Like that's like that. That's not the movie for that. The movie is what the fuck is happening. Okay, so there's something called the Bruce Wayne effect, which kind of goes hand in hand with the tuxedo effect, in my opinion, mm. because you see him at like a gala or something. He has a tuxedo. He has a nice suit on. You know, I don't think Michael Keaton is good looking. Like, in general. <laughs> but when he puts on the tuxedo as Bruce Wayne, it it's, I don't know. It's just something. Like, dang. Yeah. Look at him go. And George Clooney, obviously, cannot stand him as Batman. He was a pretty, no, he was pretty. We'll just say that. He was pretty, yeah. and that's kind of it for me. That man, okay. that man, he is, yeah, that guy is, like, the epitome of sexiness for men, I feel like. Even nowadays. Yeah, no, he's gorgeous. He's a gorgeous person. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so. He's going to be 90 so. years old, and he's still going to be, like, more attractive than me. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. And I, and, and I, 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 I know it, and I, I will, uh, yeah. I own it. Absolutely. I guess. So. In this one, though, because people are like, oh, what'd you think of him? What'd you think of him? Um, in this one, I was like, you know, it's not the Bruce Wayne effect in this one for me because I thought no. his hair looked terrible and he looked in general like the lady from the Matrix, <laughs> especially when he puts on his sunglasses. Oh, wait, I'm so glad we're talking about this. I'm so sorry. You go ahead. Okay, great. Anyways. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you, you're glad that we're talking about this because I feel silly, but, um, but in this one, for me, it was definitely the Batman effect. It's the suit. And Tyler, I know you love this suit too, but it's something about him in the suit and him just standing there, like not saying anything. I'm like, mm -hmm. I see the appeal only in this moment. <laughs> but I... Oh, like I, the appeal of attractiveness? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about something else. But no, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean... Like, no, I'm just giving all those fanboys what they want because they think that this is all I care about. But <laughs> oh, for me, it was scary. I didn't. I mean, like you know, I wasn't looking at him as a person. That's a weird thing of what I loved about this movie it was the first time I actually like looked at the Batman and didn't. Re and I really did 
see him like how I probably would if I was a thug, like on the street. If I, you know, well, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> he was scary. It was actually like it was yeah, unsettling. Yeah. To to me, it, it was unsettling to see him how he was looking at things. Like when he looked at the kid and the kid looked back at him. Like, and he had just like, 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 you can understand that he was like more concerned and I'm like, that. like he actually cared about the kid, but also like, if you weren't reading it correctly or like us watching him for the entire scene, it still was very unsettling too. Like you knew it when he was like staring at the kid, he wasn't like doing it to intimidate the kid at all. But like, you know, he, he you could tell he felt for the kid because obviously he had been in that situation, but still with the entirety of the scene though, when you're seeing this thing stand there with the cops who with people who don't want to be there who fear him and like you don't know if he is unhinged you don't know if he's just gonna go crazy and just start beating people up you don't know if it's him actually even doing any of this stuff too like there's a a lot of stuff and like him being calculated and him being so quiet and um you know this is the first time where i just saw the batman as the batman it wasn't just bruce wayne in a suit this is the first time me actually seeing the Batman. Um, and I think that's the biggest, and I, I, you know, everybody makes fun of the Christian Bale voice, but that's, that's what took away the Batman and Bruce Wayne for me in the dark, in the dark Knight trilogy. And maybe that's what Christopher Nolan want. Maybe he always wanted Bruce Wayne to be there. And what I thought we were talking about and why I was like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. What I thought you were talking about was we were talking about just Bruce Wayne in general. I don't think that there is any Bruce Wayne in this film. I think that, uh, this is year two Batman. I think when he came back, he was trying to find out what his purpose was. And so he created mm-hmm. Batman. And so at first he is Bruce Wayne being Batman in the first year. Now that he has seen a lot and now he's knowing how deep everything is going and how messed up and how messed up things are. I think he is. I think Bruce Wayne is either sleeping or even possibly dead. I think he, but this is just the entirety of this story is him as ba- is just the Batman. Uh, when we see Bruce Wayne, it's not him. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, look who has emerged from his castle." I mean, you also have uh, you also have Alfred basically say, "You know, you really need to keep keep up with appearances," and he just goes, "Why?" Or he goes, mm-hmm. or he goes, "No, I don't need to." And then also uh, the Riddler at the end saying, "This is you. This is the real you," which is also what makes me believe why he. I don't think he does know he's. Bruce Wayne. I think he thinks the Batman because again, this Riddler is insane. He's not just like you know, like oh, I'm quirky and I'm asking a lot of questions. I he literally is insane. So I think he actually thinks that the Batman is just a being. Uh, also, like I, maybe he doesn't even think that the Batman is a real person. Um, as well, you just we just don't know. We don't know his we <laughs> we don't know where his mind is and what he's not capable of and what he is capable of. And so, um. But uh, yeah, like what we're all saying, like every single scene that we see Bruce Wayne, it's not Bruce Wayne at all, and right. and that's what I loved about that too. It's like I'm tired of them trying to make Bruce Wayne cool, trying to make Bruce Wayne really a big deal. Because in the comics and everything else, Bruce Wayne doesn't do anything. Like he's just an asshole, or he, you know, it's just he'll like help people out. Like, I think if we were to really see the only, if we were to see Bruce Wayne in only one thing, I would want him to meet, I would want him to kind of come out when he meets Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if he's, when he's going to the car, you know, I want him to go to like to the circus and he's like, okay, finally, I can take off Batman. I can just be Bruce Wayne. I'm going on a date. And then of course, Two-Face kills somebody right in front of him, and he's like, God damn it! I'm gonna put on the fucking makeup, I'm doing this shit, I can't take one fucking night off. Like, yeah, I would love that. I would love it if, like, <laughs> like the one day that he, like, he's like, okay, I, I can finally, you know, I could be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> it's just like, fuck! God damn it, Gotham. Um, yeah, anyways. Uh, Which, by the way, I have to say, you had to address it, I loved the Batliner. Like, oh, you, yeah. you finally see it under the mask. <laughs> Oh, I love I love it too. Reminds me with Cat I love Catwoman. Oh right here. She's love perfect. Catwoman. I love Zoe Kravitz. Oh, Zoe Kravitz gets cast as Batwoman or Catwoman. Yes, amazing. So I was so excited for it. And she's such a great actress. She's so beautiful. She's so talented. She's perfect. Why do I feel why do I feel like there's a butt coming? Uh, this because this is one compl- I have one 
I have two complaints. Oh no. Three complaints about this film. This is why this is the three these are the three things about why I didn't give it ten batterings out of ten batterings. Mm. It's why I gave it a nine. One of at first, at first this was my thought. Oh. It's like I love costumes, makeup, whatever, all of that. So I look at that um pretty in depth when I'm watching a movie. And I was like, oh, her makeup, like her glitter, the chunky glitter on her face is taking away, you know, and it's it's like kind of dark. So the light that does show, it's very distracting. It was so distracting to me. Um, mm. But they're being realistic, right? Like they're being realistic with a bat liner because if she's over there at the club putting that makeup on, putting that chunky glitter on for the club, it's not going to just come off like that. It, it takes a while for glitter to actually come off. You can scrub and scrub, but glitter yeah. stays there. So I was kind of like, you know what? Maybe I should step back and be like, they were doing that like for real, for real. Well, and like, she's not, Catwo- she's not Catwoman in this movie at all. She's not. She's just Lena Kyle. Like, she's not Catwoman. Well, yes, she has yeah. no drive oh, But that has like... nothing to do with it. It yeah. was just period. Like, it was just like distracting. Doesn't matter which character she was. Yeah. I was like, it's just distracting. I feel like if this is an origin movie, this is the origin movie of Catwoman and Penguin. Yeah, definitely. Which I love. I love that. Um, yeah. And then my other complaint were her nails. <laughs> her nails looked... I, uh, I they looked cheesy. I don't think I really, I don't think I really they noticed them. They looked cheesy. Them. And it looked like... Because the whole time, they looked like they were just going to pop off. And so the, I was kind of like, oh no, it looks oh. like they're going to pop off. I mean, there's so many people I know. <laughs> Have who, like I I feel the same way. I'm like, man, how, how do you how, how do those not pop off? Um, no, wait, I don't know. Th- I mean, just they looked like they were gonna pop off. Like these wait, these are my so- real nails, but like they just I don't know the way that they were placed on her nails or on her fingers. Like it just she went like this. I was like, ah, oh, they're gonna fall off. But um, uh, I and that's not. I mean, I forgiven. Of make course, it or break forgiven, it. Forgiven. forgiven. That's uh, not a make it. Just kidding. It was just like, and that's the thing. That's how good this movie was. If I'm complaining yep. about her nails. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I just think nitpick- that they could have I feel like that's like nitpicking at its finest right there. Absolutely. Because it was that was distracting to me. Um that's crazy. <laughs> the other thing though, with with and it was more apparent in, in Selena Kyle than it was in anybody else, in my opinion, the fighting. I liked that it was street fighting. I liked that it wasn't like planned and choreographed. But yeah. it looked like low energy. It looked like they could have like cut a little bit when they would cut to her. And it looked like she was just kind of like, hmm. <laughs> it looked like they should have cut already where she was, where it was like a little bit choppier. I don't know. It seemed a little low energy to me, not as impactful. Um, I but... think it goes, I think it goes with her character where okay. she doesn't, she doesn't want to put a, a whole bunch of effort into it. But I mean, mm-hmm. I also remember she was trained. Uh, we don't know anything about this Batman. In my opinion, I think he just kind of came back and he just like, he learned how to like box and do other shit. He probably got right. in a lot of fights around the world. And then, but like, I don't think we have like a Ra's al Ghul Batman. I don't think we have one where he like even met Santana, uh, Santara, sorry, uh, the, the father. Um, I don't think he met any of these people. I think he just kind of went out, went on the world, got in a bunch of fights and then came back to Gotham and be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just go crazy. Um, and so like, I think he is really, really rough and all of his choreography is rough where her, I think she's a lot more planned out. I think she has been definitely studying how to defend herself so i think it's more of like i think she's also playing a game of cat and mouse i think there's maybe alluding to it maybe oh, that's well. just maybe i know maybe that's just a maybe that's just them showing off i loved her i, I like i liked seeing her fight i liked how it just, Selena low, Kyle it just seemed low energy to me i don't know and that's well, what i'm saying i don't know if it was an editing mistake or, or yeah. something but it just seemed it seemed really low energy like <laughs> if any character was going to be a low energy i feel like it was catwoman because catwoman just I know. Sure. She, she just loves playing with people. So like, she's not going to like, she's going to hit you only when she feels like she needs to. Unlike Batman, yeah. who will just beat the shit out of you and then be like, all right, I'll give me the information. Like, you know, like he's, know, he's all about, he's all about intimidation where she's all about, you know, where she's all about manipulation. Finesse. Right. And finesse. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's I mean, where I'm okay with it. To show like the gracefulness and like lightness of the fighting, but it yeah. wasn't that. Like from what I'm remembering, like I did see it like at the beginning of this month, but from what I'm remembering, I just remember during the movie I was like, oh, like I'm. It's a little underwhelming. Mm. Um, again, like, <laughs> like I'm nitpicking, and then I have one more reason why I don't know if I want to share it right now. Oh, but I guess I will. Okay, I'll share it right now. I'll share okay. it right now. 
though the the and this is honestly the biggest reason um where you know i could sit through endgame a million times and be like oh whatever it's fine this is a first movie and that's like the last movie essentially right that's like the big one so to compare that sure but with this movie I, i'm just comparing them by pacing um after oh, like oh come on <laughs> You have one movie what? with you have one movie with like a billion characters in it that you love and know even more so oh, that, than and you that's do what this. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I know Thank that. God. That's what I'm I saying. Like... I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm recognizing like it's hard to compare a movie that's been building up for 20 films versus this movie that's like right out the gate. So mm. I, I recognize that, but it's like I just I know people are gonna throw that back in my face. That's why I'm saying it. So it's like, oh, you you sit through Endgame, but you can't sit through this. It's like I could sit through this. Don't get me wrong. I just felt like at the um, at the at like after the climax, it was like way too long. Hmm. I, I was fine the whole film. I actually thought it was great. Like the way that it was like the build up. You know, it's like okay, here this the the mystere and everything. Like I thought it was great. I wasn't bored. I wasn't feeling like okay, move on. Until like the end, I was kind of like, "Oh, it's not over," and mostly because I had to pee. I had dr- I had drink a- or I had a lot of water, so. <laughs> see, you didn't <laughs> like, see. You didn't like, see. Okay. You didn't. You didn't see Return of the King in theaters, and it really shows. Okay. <laughs> because because, the, because that movie has like ten endings, and everyone was like, "Oh, god, I can go to the bathroom." Nope. <laughs> oh no. Um, right. It's like, oh no, Fro- Frodo's back in the Shire. Me. Oh no, Frodo's back in Rivendell. Oh no, Fro- like you're like, oh, it was man. like after. So like, I left after the after they got him in the cafe, and they find out like where his apartment is or whatever. It was basically like, okay, there he's gonna bomb all the the water like dams or whatever. So uh, the, like the 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 seawall. Um, and I'm like, okay, I think it's just gonna be a bunch of explosions. I can go to the restroom. So I like, ran to the restroom real fast and I came back and I was like, okay, I felt like I didn't miss anything. But it was like during that time I left. Yeah. And then I came back and they were like at the arena, like fighting or something. So I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I made it back in a good spot then, I think. But, um, but yeah, I, oh my God. This is one of those movies, yeah, you can't really miss a lot out of it because it right, does, exactly. even though it is long, it keeps going. And there's so many people who are saying, and they're like, like, there's like, oh my God. I, I, I will say this, and I don't care about it, uh, if I'm outing myself. And you know what? Screw it. I hate Kiss so much. I hate Gene Simmons. I really do. I think he is a terrible person, and that's fine. Um, And he made a tweet basically saying, oh, yeah, this should have been a two-hour-long movie. Blah, it's so boring. And I'm like, you're, you're, well, one thing, you're unintelligent. You're great at business, but you're unintelligent. Secondly, um, no, I don't think anything – I'm glad that we finally have a three-hour Batman movie. I think if any character deserved a three-hour-long movie, it should be Batman. Like, it's the it's the one character that is constantly being revamped, constantly being re- rebooted. Um, it Academy Award winning. I mean, it really the Dark Knight changed everything. Um, it made it made superhero movies actually like you know be be taken seriously. Um. I know Iron Man came out the exact same year and was a huge impact as well, but like that, I mean, that's I still think the dark Knight in, it inspired future Marvel films though. Yes, absolutely. Because it did raise the bar. Yeah. I mean, you got Christopher Nolan, who's like one of the, you know, like I, he's not one of my favorites, but he's like well renowned, one of the most beloved directors out there. Um, you know, and like you have him making Batman, you know, and then now you have Matt Reeves, who is an, also an amazing director, uh, do Batman. You have a Joker movie, like the Batman just deserves a, a long movie like this. And it's, and it's really weird having all these people being like, Oh, it's just too long. They should have cut it down. You know, it, you know, uh, it should have been two hours long. I'm like, no, why, where, like, like what, what would you cut? This is a great, it's a noir movie. It's a detective movie. Everything is put in place. Like even Knives Out is really long, and that's one of my favorite yeah. movies. I love. Oh, Knives I love Out. that movie. Yeah. And like, I, I don't, I wouldn't want any of it cut out. Um, For me, so. it's just like it's like the it's the structure of like you get to the climax, falling action resolution shouldn't be longer than twenty minutes or something. So yeah. like for me, subconsciously, I'm just like, okay, like wrap it up. You know, but like I said, I did have to pee, and that's really what my number one thing was. I was like, "Okay, hurry up! I have to pee." I didn't but, drink. Um, I didn't from, drink anything or again. eat any. I didn't drink or eat anything. Uh, I know six hours before the movie. Oh my god! I, like, I went in. I did the same thing for Endgame. Right? I didn't, I didn't drink anything the day of Endgame. And I saw it at two p.m. I didn't. I woke up. I didn't drink anything. I was like, "I'm. I'm not peeing during this movie." And oh my so. Gosh, I- 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I worked drank all a- day and I was like already dehydrated. So I'm like, I have to, I have to drink yeah. water. I drank, I drank a crap ton right afterwards. Like, you know, we all went out for drinks and stuff and I was just drinking water if I remember correctly. And I ate like, <laughs> we went to go see like, we went to go eat like Mexican food. So I think I had like a, like a, like the biggest burrito I could possibly get. And like, like, and I just like went to town, but yeah, I was like, I'm not missing end game. Fuck. Mm. Screw that. There's a ton of Easter eggs in this movie, like a ton and yeah. like a ton of things that I missed. So, because I wasn't looking for them also, um, I think some of them aren't I wanted really... to watch it again, but. What? I, I I think some of them are not like really Easter eggs. I think that they're also more just like references and stuff like that because oh sure there, yeah, yeah there's there's one of them you might bring up that people keep bringing up on TikTok and I'm like no it's not him like it's stupid anyway sorry go oh, ahead what is it it's the one where it says hush on the projector I'm like oh, I think it's literally I just I'm like, I was like no he's not talking about hush yeah. yeah I mean. Granted, if it wasn't for the Riddler, Tommy Elliot wouldn't have come to Gotham and all this other stuff. Like, I mean, like, granted, if you read Hush, you know, the Riddler is a very key element to that story. But, like, yeah. no, I think he's just telling him to be quiet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, I think people have dived way into, like, and, like, they're stretching for Easter eggs and meaning and everything, yeah. like, behind this movie. Which I'm like, okay, if, you know, enjoy the movie how you're going to enjoy it. But I'm not, I don't think I'm going to bring up any of those. But, like, on a letterhead, there's, like, uh, Miller and Moore. Um, there's stuff like that and then like Bloodhaven which might lead into having Nightwing you know yeah and so I'm like oh okay so it's like stuff like that that's more like you obviously can see it um but uh just like okay the Penguin so I was talking about how there's there's always like a main villain for Batman and then like a secondary villain and it's mostly villains in general in Gotham but there's kind of like a secondary villain like a stepping stone villain where um Like, you can see him looking out, and it's, like, a flooded city, and he's like, I'm going to reclaim this and make this my thing. And I really want him to – I really want to see more of the Penguin, honestly. I think um, we will. I think I think we will, too. Um, I loved having all the all the Falcons and all that. Um, like, I'm so happy. Yeah. No, seriously, I know. So I was just, like – just seeing all of that was – oh. Just like chef's I'm, kiss. I'm on happy that. that I'm happy that Selena Kyle is the daughter of, of yes, Falcone right. because like that was a thing in the 90s that and like yeah. I feel like that they just abandoned that a lot and I was like I've always loved that storyline I've always liked that connection I thought that that yeah. was I thought it worked well in the comic books and I was like cool like do it like and they did it and I was so happy with that yeah me too it's like weaving that tangled web right of this like ah uh, it's just so it's like layered right so okay so we haven't really talked much about him but. We love him. I know we both love him. Um, Alfred. Oh, yeah. Alfred. I mean, so, okay, so this is going to be a Spider-Man spoiler, by the way. I know you're here for the Batman, but this is going to be a Spider-Man Far From Home spoiler. Just a warning. Um, but I literally thought he was going to die, and I got really sad because I'm like, no, we can't lose Aunt May and him in the same, like, few months. Like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And I'm so glad that they didn't. I, I really am, but I... I think the they, scare, like the intensity, like the the racing home, like really made me like anxious and like you know because of my like personal experiences. So I was just like, oh my god, like that that to me was the scariest, uh, one of the scariest moments in this movie. Um, and then just I don't know, like people have been picking up like really detailed stuff, but like you know some of the cards that the Riddler had for batman like one was a lady with a phone and the other one was a mad scientist with an explosion and it did yeah. kind of mirror that like um oh, what's her name that lady that that works for him the like maid. Yeah. she picks I up a phone and then he like she was like hey, it's too late and it's like oh god like that whole scene was one of the best scenes in my opinion in this movie it was so good oh my god like oh it was beautiful um and terrifying but i'm glad he's still alive me which too. leads me to pretty much i mean there's a lot of things we could talk about in this movie, but this is like something that I wanted to ask you about, Tyler. Okay. This is pretty much like the last thing I want to talk about. But um with the whole like uh, you know, um Bruce's mom is like, you know, a part of the Arkham family, right? And mm-hmm. she has all of her stuff that was going on that they were trying to cover up and his dad had uh was it the the Falcones? Murder. I forget who, but that that whole he thing. He wanted the Falcons to intimidate a, a you know, and to intimidate a a a uh, reporter, right? Reporter, reporter. Yeah, yeah. Right into not uh, publishing any of that stuff or like leaving that alone, but uh, or staying quiet. Um, but at that point, 
I don't know that I believe that he didn't have him murder that guy. I really don't believe it. I don't know because if you think about Alfred telling him the truth, Alfred's number one priority, especially now, is to protect Bruce Wayne. And I think he's still protecting Bruce Wayne by not telling him the actual truth. I think he's spinning a story. Or he doesn't believe that. That he's believing that... that um, What's his face? Uh, what's his dad's name again? Oh, Thomas Wayne? Thomas Wayne is like actually a good guy and doesn't buy that he would have him like say go ahead and do whatever you need to do and like murder him there's the other side of it too where i'm like i want to believe that he maybe did something kind of shady but didn't want it to go that far but it did and it was just this whole intertwined web of criminal activity but (laughs) i don't know i don't know what to believe because if you think about it in the present um you know alfred is like if i tell bruce the truth and if he knows this I will not be able to save him. I will not pull him back from this darkness because this is your two Batman. We don't know if he's going to become unhinged. We don't know if he's going to do whatever. You're trying to protect him. He's dealing with a lot. That's the last thing he needs to know. You know what I mean? So I I don't know about that. I don't I I'm probably thinking too much about it, but yeah. What are your thoughts? I think Thomas Wayne did not uh, do anything uh, because I think Falcone is trying to manipulate uh bruce wayne so he has that power over bruce wayne mm-hmm. i think and i think yeah because it's, it's, he's falcone he wants to own the city and bruce wayne is the richest person in the city and um yeah he, he wants he wants to control him just like he was trying to control his dad so i don't believe anything falcone says i will believe alfred i see what you're saying but the thing is is like if this if they alluded that this Thomas Wayne stuff would carry over into the next movie or it wasn't like resolved, which they did resolve it. I, I don't think, I think this, I think it's just done. I think it's over. I think mm. like, they're like, okay, it's over. Like Bruce Wayne now knows and it's aware and this is over. I don't think it'll ever allude to it again. So with that, with me thinking that, and if they don't, then I think that Thomas Wayne was good and Alfred was a thousand percent correct. But mm. If it does pop back up later on, maybe not. But I, th- it, it to me, it felt like it was a like open case shut. Like like uh, like Falcone's manipulating, um, you know, Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's pissed off at the Batman. He wants Bruce Wayne to probably do something against the Batman. So he's trying to do everything he can and trying to make it the best allies he he possibly can because police are being, you know, uh, or because you know city officials are being shot. Uh, you know, I don't I don't think. Falcone, or I don't think when they mate, I don't think he even knows that Riddler tried to kill him yet. Does he? I don't even remember. I don't know. I mean, he is watching the news. Like, they had that huge CV with that. I was watching the news. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. By the way, I, I think he's trying to... Well, I mean, but Bruce Wayne did survive, so that's probably why he's just like, you know, you and I need to partner up. You know, your dad did some, some business with me. You know, you gotta listen to me. Well, yeah, that all, that all makes sense, because he's trying to just gain power. I mean, yeah. he's trying to create this ally because it. of this chaos. Like that makes sense. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I, I think Thomas Wayne was good. Um, you know, obviously, well, uh, but that, I think that's the other thing is like, I think it shows to Bruce that even his dad had faults, you know, and that he, right. and that yeah. it makes Bruce now that he, now he has to be way more careful on who he talks to and who he believes um, which is why I think he does love Catwoman, but I don't think he trusts her. I never really got a sense that he even trusted her in the movie. Right. I think he was like, Same. hey, like, even she even said, she was like, I feel like you're just using me for my, my eyes and stuff like that. Or I think she says, there's some line in there where she's just like this, and he right. like, I don't think he says anything. I think he just kind of like, just is there. Um, yeah. I don't think he trusts anybody but Alfred, um, which is cool. And it, honestly, that's just how it always is. Um, Yes. I mean, even in the comic books, he doesn't really trust Al, um, you know, because like Batman will be down and out and then Alfred comes in with a fucking shotgun usually. And he's just like, no, stop it. And Alfred's like, fuck this. Like, like Alfred's <laughs> crazy. Um, well, I, I love, I love Alfred's back. Like I, I never actually, have you watched that show Pennywise by the, or not Pennywise, uh, Pennyworth? Uh, no, no. Me neither. It's on HBO Max now. I forgot I it was a it. thing. I know. I know. I had I Batman it. fatigue for a while. So. A little bit. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I, I just didn't watch Gotham. I watched the first season. I was like, this sucks. No, thank you. Um, it started getting pretty good, and then I was like, eh, I stopped watching it. I, 
I love the casting. I love the guy who plays Joker. Yeah. I think I hate what they right. did yeah. to him. I hate what they did to the Joker. Like mm-hmm. that show had like decent ideas, but just kept going to like it was like watching a Ryan Murphy show where it was like right yes exactly here's a great concept but then here's some B plots I'll ruin everything like aliens, yeah. okay aliens and you're like fuck you yeah. like it's like every- um yeah exactly it's like it's like, like fan you fiction don't, almost you don't need a twist you really just don't and like and mm-hmm. the Batman movie shows it there's no there's not really I mean the only twist in it I guess is about his legacy but like even then. Is it really a twist? Because in every other movie beforehand, we know nothing about the Waynes. The only other, the only movie that we actually even know about the Waynes and like who they were was from the Joker, where we find out similar stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that Thomas Wayne is a complete fucking asshole in the Joker. And yeah. I loved that. So like, I think it's kind of cool now that the, like the latest two of these movies are finally giving us what the actual Wayne legacy is, which is mm-hmm. his mom had issues, you know, and that, and there was a lot of covering up. And so her family is possibly dangerous. And then Thomas Wayne is also succumbs to the mob. Bruce Wayne now knows his legacy is tampered a little bit and that he has to be better. And I love mm-hmm. that we are in all the other live action movies before this, or even the, and all the animated stuff too, everything. They just say, like, I'm Thomas Wayne, and I'm perfect. I'm Martha Wayne, and I'm perfect. <laughs> and now we're dead. Like, that's it. That's yeah. all we know, and it's stupid, and I hate it. I like this that we're getting all these other it's, things. It makes it more complex for Bruce moving forward, yeah. too. Where And also doubles down on the fact that he needs to stay good because he knows, like, he he's firsthand has seen the powers or the dangers of his city. And so mm-hmm. he still needs to be carrying on his dad's legacy of, like, trying to do better. <laughs> Um, like on the surface anyway. So I like the fact that he also kind of knows that like, even though he is probably, you know, doing a better job uh, than his dad was possibly. Um, it is also leaving a, a gigantic mark. That's not good. Like his dad too, with him beating people up and people yeah. fearing him. And I right, think that that's exactly. kind of a cool, that's a cool concept too. But yeah. Definitely. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is a good one. It was a good it was movie. A good episode. It's a great movie great great film i love it matt reeves is one of my favorite working directors right now i mean he made great he he made planet of the apes art in my opinion like i loved rise of planet of the apes great film nothing compared to dawn and war dawn and war the planet of the apes are just two beautiful movies i love uh, i love let me in i think his iteration was so cool and good and it's such a good companion to the original movie that was made just a few years prior uh i'm so glad that he he made it because like it would have been so much better and i'm forgetting the rest of his filmography for some reason um but oh yeah cloverfield say what you want i know cloverfield is, is pretty polar i mean but now like now that we've seen more more movies in that universe this is the best one all the other ones are so terrible um Oof. sorry final final thought when you're done no I- i'm done what's up okay <laughs> this is like um like socially, like something that has happened, um, because of this movie, and so I, I don't think you're on TikTok, Tyler, but I am. Um, you are. Yeah. You don't most follow me. Rank- most extreme ranking challenges on TikTok, and no, I did not oh, know that H? you were. What yeah. the heck? Why yeah. do you follow? At- me? I'm on that show. <laughs> I don't know. I just scroll Trainer. and then I post. I'll I will Trainer. add you. I will add you. No, I have I- a lot of followers. I have a cu- I have a couple TikToks that blew up. I'm famous. Ooh, look, at you. look at you. Look at you. Well, I'm sitting here with my comfortable 75 followers. <laughs> That's why, because you're not following people. I would follow you. You're going to have 76 soon. Uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> okay, anyway. No, so on TikTok, people are saying, you know, like they're making fun of the Joker and they're, and they're really funny and they're making fun of Batman. And they're so good. Um, there's, there's one in particular, one like, it's like a trend. And it has the, like, Nirvana song playing behind it, of course, which I don't oh, yeah. like the Nirvana song. I think, like, I don't like it. I don't, it kind of, like, took me out of I don't even like Nirvana, and I really... Oh, my God! Most of you making challenge that followed me. I don't, ah! even, I don't even like Nirvana, and I love that song and that. Like, I thought, I thought in that movie it would work so well. That was one of the few times I, where I was like, oh, okay. An actual, like, real song actually enhances scene. 
Um, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so they, you know, they're. I, I'm not gonna get the uh, the actual like thing right, but it's like POV <laughs> POV. Batman finds out you've been swimming and you ate a Dorito 29 minutes ago, and then <laughs> you see Batman come out and he just starts punching the camera. <laughs> I've not seen that one. Maybe I, I maybe my algorithm's all weird. I get like, a lot of Harry Potter. You're Disney swimming in the Gotham Municipal which... Pool, and yeah. you ate 29 minutes ago, and then Batman comes out and like beats you up. It's I funny. Get, I, I get so much Disney and like Harry Potter stuff, and I don't like either. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I getting this? I'm not. This is da- I'm fix the algorithm. Like I don't care about either either of those franchises. Yeah. Um, but I do love Encanto. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. Anyway, Sam, where can people find you? People can find me when I want them to find me because I'm vengeance. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they can find me on Instagram at Betty Geek, uh, B-E-T-T-I-E-G-E-E-K. And they can also find me at things like, uh, I don't know when this is posting, Tyler, but I'm just going to say it. WonderCon, April 1st, 8 p.m. See you there, losers. Uh, unnecessary debates. I'm so excited to be a part of Unnecessary yeah. Debates once again where we debate about things that are absolutely unnecessary, but it is necessary for you to uh, like, comment, and subscribe, and attend if you can. (laughs) I still need to write the questions. Um, Yeah. And then I'm Tyler. Uh, Please subscribe to our channel. Uh, If you enjoyed this, we'll be doing this a lot more. Uh, I know know Samantha's uh, kept cutting in and out, but we'll do this in person for the next episode and continuing on. I know. You didn't tell Uh, me that? Oh, oh, yeah. So bad. Like, right then. Like, right when you went like, (laughs) yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll do this in person and, uh, thanks so much, Sam. It's so good to be back. Season two of Anyway with Sam and Tyler. But, um, yeah, go see the Batman. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, why are you watching this? Uh, um, we spoiled so much, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) happy, happy, uh, happy Batmaning and, uh, yay. Grand Geek Gathering